It's time to simplify your home, people. Let's go. The Elephant in the Pew. Hey, you found Elephant in the Pew, your daily resource for the topics that everybody wants to talk about but nobody wants to discuss. I am Ryan Ramsey, and it is great being here with you today. Elephant in the Pew is back, but we do have a new format. Up until now, you've caught us in podcast form, audio through your ears, but now we do have the YouTube channel. So subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get all of the madness from Steven and I uh, throughout the week. Also, we're still going on the podcast, so you can still get us subscribed over at iTunes or Blueberry or Google Store, and you can hear us over there. So today we're talking about something that's really important to me, and that's simplicity. That's right. Overall, our lives are crazy, and so we need to simplify. But today we're specifically talking about how to simplify your home, okay? So it's like the rush of today's world has caused us to become like ultra busy, right? In the 60s, they said the invention of computers would and automation would actually cut the work week in half for people because of machines they would do all the work for us, right? So when I look around though, it seems that computers are actually controlling us via cell phones, TV, and maintaining our technology. It seems to have worked against us. See, the activity of always having my thumbs moving around on my cell phone screen makes me realize I need to simplify my home and my life. See, home should be your Shangri-La or your sanctuary away from the world. Instead, we have turned it into a place of toil and frustration. Here are some tips to help you transform your home into a simple home. Psalm 116.6 says, The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, He saved me. Number one, keep it clean. The best way to simplify your home is to keep it clean. And I know this is a lot of work up front, maybe if you've gotten behind, but it's time to get your house cleaned up, people. Get those floors scrubbed, get the carpets swept, get the uh, counters clean, get the dishes done, get everything put away, and then take it another level. Get it organized, right? So start organizing things so it's easier to keep clean in the future. Get it to where uh, when you walk in the door, you don't feel like, oh, just more frustration. I don't like being here because it's dirty, a filthy mess, right? Keep your house clean and it will help. If you have little ones, I understand this can be a crazy hard task because it seems like the second you pick something up, two seconds later, they are destroying it. Am I right? So do your best. Just keep it clean as much as you can throughout the day and they will begin to learn that this is what we do as a family. We keep our house clean. We pick up our messes and things like that. So number one, keep it clean. Number two, keep it quiet. Well, most of the time. It needs to be quiet. It needs to be a place of rest, right? If there's always loud noises and everything happening in your home, then you need to find a place of Shangri-La. Now, in a family of four, this isn't usually a big deal, but if you have a family of 12 or some huge number, um, this could be hard, and it could be hard to have a quiet home because there's so much going on all the time, right? But we really need to have that quiet as much as we can, that peace in our home. And we need to attain that by setting some standards about music. Hey, you can listen to loud music, but put your headphones on. You can do fun things and be loud, but you know, let's not make it all the time. Keeping your home quiet is going to help you both mentally and spiritually stay strong and, and build up endurance for when you go back into the world and it's loud and noisy out there, right? 
there are always things shouting at us from outside, right? We got advertisers. It's just loud out there in the world. So when we come home, it should be our place of peace, our place of quiet, right? Number three, minimize your belongings. And I know that this goes counterproductive to anything in the American dream, but we do need to minimize our belongings. So one of the rules that I try and go by is in my closet, especially if I go an entire year, four seasons without wearing a certain kind of clothing or a certain piece of clothing, I'll get rid of it. I'll give it to Goodwill or, um, you know, something like that, or just give it to somebody who needs some clothes. Because uh, I'm not obviously wearing the, that clothing. It went an entire year and I didn't wear it. Now, if there are special occasion clothes that uh, you keep and you don't wear that often, then of course you can keep those. But, you know, if you go a year and it's just a regular piece of clothing, you don't wear it, get rid of it. Also, you know, it says in Luke 16, 13 that no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. And you cannot serve God in money. So if we can't serve God in money, then these belongings that we have actually represent um, money and belongings in our lives. And so we have to do our best to decide who our master is. Is it Jesus or is it uh, the stuff around us? So try and simplify. You don't need two of everything. You don't need, you don't need two lawnmowers. You don't need two, um, you know, mixers. You don't need to, you know, you hear what I'm saying. These things that you can only use one of at a time, you don't need two of them. And so get rid of the ones you don't need. I know people who have got stuff for weddings, right? Um, and they've just kept them in the box, like underneath their counter because they, they have two of them, sometimes three of things. And so get rid of those things. Have a garage sale. Use that money to, to pay off debt or something like that. Um, you just need to simplify your home. You don't need as much stuff. People who maybe have like storage units um, full of stuff that they don't use, this is um, crazy. Like let's let's not do this. If, if you can't keep it and you don't have a foreseeable use for it in the near future, then get rid of it. And if you would ever need something like that again, get it again or buy it again or buy the newer one, an updated one. You know, there's no sense in keeping stuff that's probably just going bad in storage. Um, so, and paying that money for storage when you could simplify your home and your life and just get rid of it. And the last one here is number four, maximize your family friend time, okay? So I said uh, you should be clean, your house should be quiet, you should minimize your belongings. Well, this is minimi minimize your belongings, but maximize your friendships, right? And I'm not talking about how many you have, I'm talking about the quality of them. So have friends and have family over if you have family to your house and create those great memories in your home with family and friends hanging out breaking the other rules, getting the house dirty from eating together and laughing together and playing games, uh, not keeping it quiet because you're laughing and having a good time uh, with your friends and family, okay? So break those rules so that you can enjoy that biggest rule, maximize your friends and family time. I'm telling you, this is the best way to simplify your life, even though it sounds like it's more of a complication, but in doing this and having your friends and family be a huge part of your life, you'll realize that what's important in your life will truly become simplified around the idea that these relationships are what's important and pouring into these people are what's important. So, so how do you guys keep a simple home? I'd like to know. Or what kind of things did I miss on my list? Let me know, okay? It's been great hanging out with you guys today. Thanks for tuning in to Elephant in the Pube. Don't forget to punch that subscribe button on your way out. And thanks for watching. And we'll see you tomorrow, Stephen.